The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin and Phil Golfie. Good Saturday morning once again. Yes, we continue to vis- physically distance ourselves from each other as the COVID-19 pandemic rolls on, not only here in Hamilton and Ontario and Canada, but around the world. So we're doing our part to stay safe. The Golfie team is doing that as well. And you can find out how they're doing that online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I. Dot com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They're all over social media. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The handle is at Rob Golfie. And download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. Past episodes on robgolfie.com as well as 900chml.com. And if you have a question or a topic idea that you would like us to discuss on a future program, send us an email. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Again, questions at robgolfie.com. Lots to get to today, including how COVID-19 is going to change real estate. We'll talk about mega millionaires versus, well, simple millionaires. And uh, we'll also talk about uh, some stats that are uh, going to be unveiled by Rob in a matter of seconds. But I want to ask you again, and I want to do this each and every week, how are you guys doing? How are you coping? We're hanging in there, Rick. It's uh, tell, Talk about... Uh learning new things and uh and it, it's called sur- it's called survival and uh <laughs> yeah. and it, uh trying to think up new things that uh trying to keep up with the times this is uh innovation time this is where we have to uh huddle down and and do things i i can't i can't believe that i i find myself more busy now uh than i i was before because I, I think it's because i'm on so many zoom um meetings online that uh, I, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to be zoomed out at it after all this is over with, because uh, I mean I'm, I'm do, we're doing a lot of conference calls on uh, on online, and uh, it it seems uh, like I have to keep an eye on my schedule because of that. But it's but we're we're doing we're doing pretty good. We're hanging in there. We're you know we're plugging away and, and uh, keeping up uh, with a lot of things. Philip, how about you? How, how how are you hanging in there? Yeah, it's, it's like I said before, it's starting to become a little bit normal. Um, this whole, you know, the the way of life that we're living right now was was a shock at the beginning, but it's it's, you know, the day to day activity, the day to day, um, you know, habits are, are are becoming more and more normal right now. So it's it's finding ways to to stay busy, and and uh, we've been, you know, we've been doing that as a team. We've been doing that, um, and then and then personally, we we've been, you know, trying to trying to just stay active and stay fit. Uh, So we have some statistics here that uh, Rob is going to uh, fill us in on, and it's basically showing some comparables from uh, January 1st 
to April 23rd. So these are hot off the presses. This is as, as fresh as you can get. And uh, the, these statistics are, uh, well, they, they seem very interesting, Rob. Tell us about them. Yeah, so, okay, so if we talk about Hamil- in, in Hamilton, right, from January, from April 1st, April 1st, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna go based on from April 1st to the 23rd. Okay. So that's almost that's almost three weeks. Um, the number of units we had a decrease of 64 percent in sales. And uh, so la- so this year, from the first to the 23rd, uh, we had 211 sales in Hamilton and surrounding areas. That's including Stony Creek and you know F- Flamborough and and Waterdown in that area. So so that's so we're 211. Last year, in the same 23 days in April, we were at 602. Wow. Yeah, six, we're 64% down. Now, but, but here's the funny thing, though. Um, the, I'm going by medium price. So I'm going based on January 1st to April 23rd um, of, uh, of this year or last year. The uh, last year, the, uh, the, the, the 2019, the average price was 485500 This year, it's 550000 So we have an increase in uh, uh, sale price, medium sale price of 13% in the Hamilton and surrounding area. Hmm. So, so housing prices are holding. And uh, so they're holding. But now in Burlington, Burlington, they, they've, uh, so from January uh, 1st, uh, to uh, April 23rd in Burlington, a decrease of 92% in sales, like a massive decrease. And uh, it's a massive, but, uh, but, but it, uh, it's up uh, 18% in average sale, uh, sorry, medium sale price, 18%. So Burlington uh, had a, a, the largest decrease in sales numbers, but the uh, but higher than uh, in average sale uh, sorry medium sale price so so that, so like so the numbers are holding strong here they are but I know in Toronto they're saying something different yes Toronto is uh, they they basically cratered in terms of sales it's dropped sixty nine percent this is through the first seventeen days of April down sixty nine percent and the uh, across the board. Average sale price, so this is all types of homes, uh, fell to $819,000 in the first 17 days of April. That's a decrease of 1.5% from last year. Detached homes across the board fell to $990,000 during that same period, down 4.6% from last year. And condo apartments in uh, Toronto saw the average sale price drop to $578,000, just shy of $579, down 1.8% from last year. The first negative print for Treb uh, since 2018. So it's a, uh, a much different story down the highway. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and those numbers aren't, you know, some of those numbers aren't too bad in, uh, but, uh, but I mean, like, like I said, we're still what, six, how many weeks are we into this uh, thing? When, when did the actual uh, quarantine start? Was it the 20th, uh, Rick? I, 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 I can't remember. Was it the 19th or 20th of March? I know the pandemic itself, the declaration for the World Health Organization was, I believe, March 11th. And the uh, the uh, social distancing uh, restrictions, you know, school closures uh, was, I think, about a week, maybe even a week and a half later. Because I remember the kids not returning from March break. So it was in and around that time uh, towards the end of March break. So mid, mid-March, basically. Mid-March. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're about a month 
mm-hmm. we're both actually a little over a month into this now, and uh, maybe longer. I think I, I uh, maybe five five weeks into this uh, quarantine. Yeah, and uh, so so the numbers. We'll find out more and more as each uh, each day and each month goes along the, um, how this uh, uh, pandemic and, and housing prices and, and unit sales are going to do in, I, uh, in the next um, little while. I don't know if you have any stats on new listings, but in Toronto, uh, the city had just shy of 1,400 total new listings in the first 17 days of April. That was down 60%. From last year at this time, detached homes down 71%, condo apartments, uh, the biggest segment uh, this month, down 50%. So listings have basically been pulled uh, out of Toronto. Yes, and, and we have the same. I don't have those stats with me right now, Rick, but uh, but yeah, but our numbers are way down also here in, in the Hamilton, Burlington and Niagara areas. Uh, the uh, amount of listings that are, are hitting the real estate board are very Little, uh, very minimal. You mentioned yeah. the, you mentioned the median sale price uh, at about four hundred eighty-five thousand dollars from January to April, uh, from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty, going up to, to five hundred fifty thousand dollars. Is that increase, or, or the were the higher prices realized in January or February, or or even in the first little bit of March? Yeah. So the, so so we've got more good months than bad months um, with with those stats. That's why the so. So the app, that's why the uh, medium price is still staying strong, but uh, it it but I, it but it also even last year um, because the inventory is low, um, but the buyers are low, but but there's still a demand out there. Like like it it, it hasn't hit the real estate market in in uh, price of homes yet. It ha- I mean maybe a touch, but and people now now we're starting to see the vultures coming out, the uh, investor vultures. They're they're already coming out now, and uh, they're trying to lowball. They're just going in, making offers on everything, and seeing who's willing to bite on low offers. So um, we've we've seen a couple of those come out, and uh, and I don't think they don't realize that uh, the markets are still decent, and people are going to hold out. They don't, you know, a lot of them, you know, a lot of them don't have to sell as uh, that badly right now. So, but uh, but the vultures, they're. They're flying around, Rick. They're they're <laughs> circling around uh, all over the place right now. So are these the uh, the type of individuals that, and we've talked about this on the show before, that will leave those uh, printouts or, or notes on your door to say, "Hey, I'm willing to buy your home." Uh, you know, cash offer, no need for an inspection. Blah blah blah. Absolutely. Uh, there was just one sent out. One of my uh, clients uh, sent uh, sent me a picture of it, and he goes, "What is this?" I go, "That is somebody." hoping to find uh, somebody that is in, uh, in a bad financial situation. Uh, but you will always get more money uh, if you uh, put your house on the market with a, a realtor, a reputable realtor that in, in, in this market. So, I mean, unless somebody needs to have a cash offer in, in seven days and close in seven days, somebody may take them up on that. But right now, um, yeah, they're they're coming around now, Rick. These uh, they're all they're all. You're gonna get the flyers now coming out saying, you know, we'll buy your house for cash, and in less than two weeks you'll be out of your house. And um, and they're and they're but they're not gonna give you uh, you know market value. They're gonna give you probably 
um, 25% less than market value. So you got to be careful on those ones. Yeah, so they're really preying on some desperate individuals who probably lost their jobs and are thinking how they're going to make ends meet. And maybe uh, the thought process there is, hey, let's just sell the house and, and go somewhere else. Uh, the uh, the cautionary tale is uh, don't do it. Stop in your tracks. Call the golfy team. You have a lot of options out there. 905-575-7700 online at robgolfie.com. When we return, mega millionaires versus, I guess, good old-fashioned simple millionaires. We'll explain when we come back here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today. On the line once again, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can head online and check out their website at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them at 905-575-7700 at Rob Golfie and on Twitter and Instagram. Check them out on Facebook as well. If you have a question for the Golfie team or a topic idea, you can email questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Still to come, we'll talk about uh, some disagreements between local realtors and the uh, Canadian Real Estate Association in terms of uh, some statistics that were handed down for uh, comparing February to March. And I'll explain to you what uh, has gone on and and why there is a disagreement out there. And uh, we'll talk about um, how do you find a real estate agent virtually? Because we know we're all physically distancing. You can't go to the golfy team's office and say, hey, Rob, uh, let's uh, sell my house. Uh, you know, you got to call them up. You got to maybe join a Zoom meeting. Uh, we'll talk about uh, how to find a real estate agent virtually virtually. But let's dive into this one. This is an interesting topic. Mega millionaires versus simple millionaires. So what's going on here during this COVID-19 pandemic with millionaires versus millionaires? So basically, uh, I would say like beginner millionaires, somebody that's just starting out of the gate. And they got the training wheels on. This is now the the very, very super wealthy, or let's just say the people that have own a lot of real estate, commercial and residential they're they're going to feel it heavily, especially if they're big commercial real estate uh, holdings uh, that they have. Um, so what's going to happen is um, we're 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 seeing a lot of businesses they're not open, so they can't pay their rent. Now that trickles down down the line to the the landlord, which is and some of these landlords. I mean, you can call some of them Cadillac Fairview. I mean, do you like? There's going to be a lot of businesses that won't be able to afford to come back. They in the in the malls and the malls they do charge heavy for those tenants, and um, so they're going to lose a lot there. Uh, but but also other local, let's say uh, uh, people in Hamilton that are very wealthy that own uh, uh, what do you call office buildings, they're going to struggle because a lot of pe- they're going to realize a lot of people don't need 
the, the amount of space that they had before because, you know, people are working virtually out of their house. So you're going to see their wealth kind of drop down. But now the, the beginner millionaire, that like he, they may be worth between, you know, 500 to $2 million, 500000 to $2 million. They're going to start investing and buying things and taking opportunities now. Now their growth to be uh, a bigger millionaire is, is, is right now, between now and the next probably uh, 18 months. So you're going to see a, a shift of new, a new bunch of new millionaires coming into uh, can, uh, in Canada, but you're going to see the, the, the mega millionaires, their net worth is going to drop quite a bit, um, and, uh, and it's going to cost them dearly. For instance, even like the hotel owners in Niagara Falls, um, they're going to, they're going to, it's going to take a long time before they uh, get back on track, and if, they, if they're cash rich, they'll survive it, but they're not going to have the cash flow like they used to. They're going to have to start getting the confidence back with the people. The hotel rooms that were going for five, $600 a night, they're going to have to drop them down to probably $200 a night and, and offer packages like you know dinner at the keg or, or Ruth Chris with the hotel room. But then the smaller guy is going to get the smaller hotels. They're going to have to charge probably $50 a night. Um, so it's just going to trickle down. There's going to be because everybody wants the people to come back to the hotels and Niagara Falls and, and, and restaurants. And, and, and again, like I, like I said, the, the mega millionaires, uh, they're going to suffer the hardest. They're going to they're lose their net worth, and the beginner millionaire will uh, start ramping up, and, and they'll start making more money. So here's a question for you. If there is a real estate investor out there who's looking to the commercial side, would you recommend that they dive in now, knowing that the price is going to be low, or, or, or wait a little bit because that price is going to be even lower? Uh, what would you recommend to them? I, I think the commercial real estate, um, I, it just depends how financially the person is. Um, I would probably wait a little bit and find out what, uh, what uh, you know, the, the landlord, the owner is going to sell for down the road. Um, but it's also going to be a little harder to buy them if they're vacant because banks don't lend money on uh, if there's a lot of vacant units in a, in a commercial uh, uh, real estate, uh, like let's say a small little plaza or even a... Um, an office building. So, so there's, it's, it, it's tough. So that's, that's, what's going to make the difference in the price of the, of the building. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I think the commercial end, there's going to be opportunities uh, if not the end of this year, next year for, for sure. Um, but also there's going to be some opportunities on small um, multiplex buildings, like, you know, the, like the sixplex, the 12 plexes and, you know, 10 plexes. Um, they, they, some of them will come up and, um, there's opportunities there where the cap, you can get a cap rate of uh, six to 7%, which is a good cap rate to own a building. Now, everybody, Rick needs a place to live. So I, I, I to, to me, if I was, uh, buying more real estate, I'd probably be a, little, be a little shy on the commercial end and be more on the residential end. I would, uh, focus more on the residential end on real estate because, um, I mean, like I said, everybody needs a place to live, and you always got tenants. The tenants are easy to find. And are there good opportunities in Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara right now to, to dive into that? Um, there, there's a few little good opportunities. Again, we're still maybe five, six weeks into this uh, uh, COVID where people aren't working and, and things like that. I, I think the opportunities will probably come in, in the next uh, two to three months, uh, maybe this fall. Uh, but there are there are the same uh, odd op- opportunity right now. And even if you pay, um, you know, um, like let, let's say you're looking at something right now, uh, like a small building, 
even if you pay whatever market value is, and, it, and let's say it does drop in six months, it doesn't matter. Housing prices double every 10 years. If you look at the early 90s, I mean, there was a, a significant drop in 1990, and then, and then it stayed. But then, again, they climbed back up. And, I mean, like, I remember I bought a house in 1988 uh, on Chatham Street in uh, Hamilton. I, I lived in there for 18 months. I bought it for 100000 and uh, and then today, uh, it, that was in 1988. And today, that house is selling for seven hundred thousand. That's thir- how many years? Thir- Thirty years later, thirty-two mm-hmm. years later, Rick. So housing prices are always going to be good. Like always, go in it for the long term, and you'll always be the winner uh, as a real estate uh, investor. Yeah. I got to ask you about this. I saw this online uh, earlier in the week, and it's basically a, a disagreement between uh, local realtors and the Canadian Real Estate Association. Basically, Crea saying that Hamilton's housing market should have seen much higher sales than it did uh, in March. So it basically, and, and we talked about this, I think, last week or two weeks ago, that uh, Hamilton Burlington sales declined by about 25% from February to March. That was second worst only to Calgary, which saw about 26.3% uh, decline in sales. But the stats have caused some confusion among local agents on the uh, Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington because their numbers show that sales were actually up 10% over the previous months. So why are statistics uh, accumulated or crude or calculated differently? Um, I, I think what, what um, I, I read the article and I think, um, and, and I understand uh, the, the, uh, the broker that, that, that is arguing that, I mean, he, he's, he's a, and I know the broker really well, and he follows numbers like anybody, more than anybody else that I know. Um, if I will, I usually call him and find out what, what are the true numbers. And um, I, I think what he's saying, like, I, I, you know, it, it's hard to tell where everybody's getting their numbers from. But Phil, what do you like your opinion on on what Conrad is saying on that? Yeah, he he's saying that there's a lot of fear that's being put out right now, and it, fear seems to sell. Fear seems to get a lot of clicks and get a lot of attention. But when when it comes down to what you're perceiving the real real estate market as, there'll be topics and stories and messages out there that that support what you think. People have been saying, you know, the the real estate bubble is going to burst for the last five, six, seven years. When we had the fair housing plan introduced, they were saying, you know, this is it. This is what this is what's going to burst our bubble. And then now, you know, as we come through this pandemic and, and get into the latter half of it. We still haven't seen housing prices drop. We, we've seen sales decline, no. but in fact, it's, it's you know prices are, are, are continuing to rise. So we, we we get a lot of the the you know the consumer commenting on our Facebook posts and and you know messaging us on Twitter saying you know the housing prices are gonna are gonna fall. But it's it's you know that's the perception that you know some people have out there, and it's just it's just I don't think it's a reality. So Rick, over here it says when comparing March 2020 to March 2019. Reports from Korea and RAB state that sales only declined 3.1%. Well, when, when this COVID kicked in, it kicked in, I think, just before, well, no, the quarantine just kicked in just before the March break started. And so March break last year was flat. And um, so, so really, you can't compare March of last year to this year because uh, even, and we're only, we're only down by 3.1%. Mm-hmm. Now, it's so like, like I said, we have to wait more time to see what the true numbers are. And, and the numbers that I gave you today um, with uh, Hamilton with a 60, 
64% decrease in sales numbers um, for the month of April. Uh, like that's from the 1st to the 23rd versus uh, last year. Yeah, we're down 64%. But but average sale price so far this year in, ha- in Hamilton and surrounding areas, we're up thir- 13%. And I took this right off our uh, system that we uh, that every realtor uses in, in the Hamilton, Burlington surrounding area. Yeah. I was interested to find out uh, through this article that uh, CREA uses seasonally adjusted data that removes any fluctuations or abnormal periods like holidays uh, that would kind of influence their stats. And it makes every month 30 days long, four weekends, no holidays, and averages yeah. out that data to ensure that you know th- those holidays and stuff doesn't kind of skew the numbers, which I find interesting. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't know why they get so technical on that. I, I go based on, you know, month to month. Okay, month, you know, yeah, let's say re- April life. last year versus April this year. Yeah. Like, like, like both month, both years of Aprils have, you know, weekends and holidays or whatever. So I don't know why they're eliminating, uh, eliminating all that. So, but it, it just, uh, you know, I, I don't know what, I don't know. Everybody, Korea does it differently mm-hmm. and, and I don't understand why they make it that like that maybe they don't want the numbers to sound so bad that's maybe that my opinion let me toss this one at you and and we'll start with phil will covid19 change real estate forever yeah um yeah the short answer to your question is 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 definitely um it's going to change the way we the way we operate it's going to change the way we sell it's going to change the way we buy um and it's going to change you know the rules and regulations that surround our our you know industry i i mean Real estate, in, in in terms of residential resale real estate, you have other people that are entering people's homes to look at it. It's a very, you know, when you when you strip it back and you think about it, people that are still living and and working in, inside their house, you have you know multiple parties coming through to view the home to see if they'd like to buy it. Now, it's it, it's a weird situation, but what you know, is there going to be rules and regulations around how many people can enter the house at once and and, and those types of things. Um, I think it's going to push us to a more virtual um, way of selling real estate. I, I think online and virtual showings are going to become the new norm where people are going to be, be looking at houses virtually prior to, to going through them physically. Um, and and little things like that are, are going to be, you know, the new norm. It's, it's important for us to, you know, c- completely adapt our, the way we sell houses to be able to, to allow those virtual showings ha- to happen to make them, you know, to make sure that we have the resources that people can look at homes virtually. I think, um, I think, you know, in the corporate world, you know, Skype and zoom calls were, were very popular for a long, for, for, for a long time now. Um, but now I think it's going to become increasingly popular for, for us, right? We're, we're usually in terms of, you know, speaking for myself, it's usually face to face, you know, meeting people in, in, in person. But I think, you know, as we get through the Zoom Zoom calls and and those types of calls are going to become you know way more popular than what than ever. Rob, what do you think? Will COVID nineteen change real estate forever? Uh, absolutely, it's uh, it's definitely going to change things. People, um, especially with the millennial uh, generation, uh, they'll, they'll they'll have no problem. Uh, they'll be right comfortable with that, and uh, they they'll have no problem. They'll have no problem. It's the older generation. Um, you know, like I, I'd say probably the 40 to 45 plus years, uh, older, uh, people that they still want to, you know, touch and feel and, and, and talk and, you know, belly to belly, you know, be across from the person you're dealing with, not just somebody that you talk to online or, or talk to on the phone or, or on, or on, uh, 
on Zoom or anything like that. But I think the millennials, they have no problem. To them, it's just, a, you know, they, they kind of, they're, they're, they're probably, they say that's even better now. <laughs> it's like they're, they're, they're comfortable with that aspect of not uh, dealing in person. And uh, the generation even before the millennials uh, will probably want no uh, no part of you know face to face. They want everything online or on a on a Zoom call or whatever the case is. So I'm sure that they're looking forward to one day uh, purchasing a home in the virtual realm of real estate. When we return, how do you find a real estate agent virtually? We can't meet them face to face anymore, uh, whether it's a Skype or Zoom or whatever the case is. So how do you get one, and how do you get a good one? Well, you can do so by calling nine zero five five seven five seventy seven hundred and going online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. That topic and more coming up next here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Homeward bound, I wish I was home. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today. And once again on the line, we have Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them at 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Find them on Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Rob Golfie. And download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. You have a question for the Golfie team or you want us to discuss a certain topic on a future program, send us an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. If you go to the remax.ca website, they have a great blog that uh, is updated uh, weekly or, or, or a couple of weeks at a time and the latest one is perfect for our new reality how do you find a real estate agent virtually you can't walk in to the golfy team offices anymore uh, you have to call them you have to go online you have to maybe if you know rob personally send them a text uh, set up a zoom meeting uh is this is this an easy process are you finding it easy to uh get clients virtually now um phil you want to answer that question or i mean the the way I would say people found, you know, in terms of how people find us, it was it was mostly virtually already, right? People would see our, you know, whether it's they they would see our billboards or TV ads or radio ads, um, whether it was calling, uh, you know, a, about a property that we had for sale, um, or or just logging onto our website. The the the, the interaction um, in terms of people finding us was was always you know, virtual, um, and, and, you know, they would, they would come on, they would, they would do all their research about us, whether it was, you know, reading our profiles on our website or, or just, you know, doing stuff like that, reading our reviews, and then they would, they would get in contact with us that way. The, 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 meetings, the meetings are virtually now, right, where um, it's, it's not face-to-face. Usually we would, you know, the first thing would be schedule an appointment at the, at the subject property that they, they either wanted to sell or buy, and, and then that would be our, you know, initial face-to-face point contact but now it's it's you know meeting it's meeting over a, a zoom meeting and, and laying out the foundation the groundwork as to how this home selling purchase or home or home selling process or home buying process is going to go it's it, um you know our our 
our always first question is, is how can we help you? And then the next question has gone, what are you comfortable with, right? In terms of, are you comfortable in going out and seeing homes? Are you comfortable with me coming to visit you? And, and understanding that, that foundation and, and the rules um, as to what the client's comfortable with. So it's, it, you know, we, we've been set up for, for, you know, this virtual, you know, to, to be 100% virtual. There's still some agents out there who do, who do not have a personalized real estate website. So those agents, you know, when, you know, it's so funny when you, when you, you know, when you don't have a social platform, when you don't have a personalized website in a virtual world, you're, you're non-existent, right? You're, you don't have a, you don't have a digital footprint anywhere. How are people supposed to find you when you can't go out and meet them face to face? So I know, you know, some people might struggle with that, but, but for us, we, we, um, we've completely gone digital in the way we've, you know, marketed and the way we, we, we build our business. Um, so we're, you know, we're, we're okay in terms of having people find us, you know, virtually and digitally. There was a, a very interesting stat in this blog post. It says at Remax, client and agent referrals account for 70% of business. I didn't think it was that high. Yeah, it, it, it is. So um, because people, when they have a good experience with a realtor, they'll refer and if somebody's calling there, somebody calls the, uh, another person say, hey, I need to buy or sell a house. Who should I call? They're going to call somebody that has used somebody and had a good experience. But um, but yeah, like Phil was right. If you don't, if you don't have a, a social platform, a website or anything like that, you're going to be lost. It's going to be even tougher for them. And they, got, they should actually start working on their uh, websites right now and getting a new website uh, especially coming up uh, once we're out of this uh, pandemic. Great point here as well. Your search for a real estate agent should include a virtual consultation and preliminary interview and make this your first evaluation point. How did the agent handle his or her technology? Did your video meeting run smoothly? Because if that uh, runs smoothly, then you think the rest of the experience is going to go well. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You want to make sure the agent knows uh, what they're talking about and the, and the area that they're looking at buying and, uh, and, and details uh, of a house and, and what to find. Like, you know, like when I, when I take a buyer through a house, I'm, I'm going through the house and, and I'll point out things that they may have to do or take care of or uh, issues on the house that could happen down the road. So you want a realtor that's experienced, that's been in thousands of homes and, and uh, that can give you that, uh, that information and knowledge. we got a couple more tips for choosing a good real estate agent when we return here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. One last go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie. Sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them at 905-575-7700. Head online to robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like them on Facebook. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, send them an email. Questions at robgolfie.com. And while you're at it, subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Just before the break, we were talking about how do you find a real estate agent virtually? 
And uh, if you want a good one, well, you're going to go to robgolfie.com or call them again at 905-575-7700. One of the points in this Remax blog, and it makes perfect sense, choose someone you trust. Obviously, that uh, should be underlined and bolded. Absolutely. Uh, somebody that uh, is going to give you the goods and everything. So, for instance, um, we, had, we had an agent um, that convinced their client to buy a house cash firm uh, and on, their, on, on a, a house that they're going to move into. And uh, they said, no problem. I'm going to sell your house. I'm going to sell your house. So to go in without a condition on them selling their house. Well, guess what? Um, after about 20 days that they had their house on the market, they, they, they're having funny feelings. They're, they're, they're not, they're not, they're, they're scared. And they, that agent shouldn't have put them in that situation. They fired the agent. So now he got the sale on the buying end, but guess what? He's free and clear. He doesn't have to deal with them anymore. And, and he, he was happy to let them go out of the listing because he knows there's going to be a lot of stress there. And so that you can't have an agent push you into something that you're not going to be comfortable with after. So basically this agent, you know, basically sold him a house and said that they can sell their house. No problem. This market. Well, guess what? This market's different. And he obviously didn't, uh, he was only thinking about himself. And he wasn't thinking about his client. Now, this client is dealing with a lot of issues and a lot of stress and, and having a, to sell their house while they, they got another house that's coming up that they bought from. So there's trust, you got to trust your agent. Um, and that's how you build trust. And that's how we would never advise anybody to go in firm if they have another house uh, that they have to sell right another, now. Another big factor is, uh, we've talked about this many times, look for experience, knowledgeable about uh, current real estate market conditions and other factors affecting market activity, especially at a time like this. Yeah, uh, Rick, you know what happens a lot? Um, a lot of time people are flipping houses and a realtor, uh, again, will sell uh, their client a house and they'll tell their client, and I, I just went on one like this just about three weeks ago, um, they bought this property and they said to their client that they can sell this house for 1.7 to 1.8 million. Um, so if the guy tore the house down and rebuilt, no problem. Well, guess what? That, that is a problem. And right now he, he's got the house half finished and uh, he's looking at probably selling it for about uh, 800,000 and he's, and he's got a lot of money into it. And so there you go. Like, like always look at the, the cost that you're buying for and the cost that you're going to sell for. But now, again, there's another agent that wasn't experienced enough. All they were looking for was their own um, pocket, their own uh, benefit of making the sale. And now this guy got stuck with the property that he can't sell for $1.8 million, And he only can sell it for, uh, for one point, I mean, sorry, for maybe eight, 900000 And he's got more than that into it. So, so there you go, Rick. There's a lot of, lot of stories out there like that. And I feel, I feel bad for those people. But, uh, you know, be careful out there when, uh, if you're, especially if you're flipping a property or, or uh, to resell. Be very careful. Uh, lastly, we only got a minute to, to go here. Uh, obviously, uh, you, you know, a client wants someone with a lot of experience, but they also want someone who knows that they're going to get uh, that uh, realtor's undivided attention as well. And you care for your clients. It's not, they're not just a statistic. Yeah, you, you know what? Absolutely. you got to care for your clients. You know what? If you take care of your clients, the, the, the clients will end up taking care of you after. So just um, I, I, on our team, uh, we always tell all the agents that the client comes first. Uh, don't uh, just make sure you don't miss 
represent them, don't uh, give them any uh, false uh, uh, hope on, on certain prices on the resale or, or whatever. And, and I tell people straight up. I mean, I just went on one the other day, uh, Rick, um, and he said he wanted to net 550000 on his house. And, and he had two other agents. And I said, did other agents tell you that you're going to, they have no problem having you net 550? He goes, yeah. Well, I told him straight up. I said, I, 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 it's not going to happen. Uh, I said, maybe you could list at 550. And I said, but you're probably going to get somewhere closer to the 500 mark. Mm-hmm. And he goes, really? And I go, yeah. I said, those guys are just trying to buy your listing. They're basically, they're, they, they're, they're, they're letting you hear what you want to hear. And, uh, but then he, he kept calling me back throughout the day. And I said to him, I go, you've got a developer right next door. I would make your deal with him. Now, it, I says, go there uh, directly to him and make the deal. I says, where you're situated, I told him. And he actually appreciated it. Wow. I actually, I wasn't trying to get his listing. I actually tried to push him to make the deal with the developer next door. And he appreciated that. So he actually called me two more times later that day you know, asking for more advice. And I was more than willing to help him out with wow. that. Great that, story. I got to jump in here. You, I got to jump in here because we're out of time, but that's another example of why you should call the Golfie team and head online to robgolfie.com. Guys, thanks uh, once again for an outstanding show. We are back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.